If you have any young friends who aspire to become writers, the second greatest favor you can do them is to present them with copies of The Elements of Style. The first greatest, of course, is to shoot them now while they're happy. Dorothy Parker. You're listening to Writing Roots, brought to you by Aspen House Publishing. Welcome to Writing Roots. I'm Lee Hull. And I'm Lee Esses. We talked a couple episodes ago when we mentioned how to set up your writing environment, that having the right tools within reach can be a make or break it for moments when you're sitting down to write. This episode is all about those tools and having the right resources to set yourself up for success. Of course, your best resources are always going to be people, actual real life people, whether that's a writing club or beta readers or experts such as a choreographer that can help you in the writing process. We did do a whole series about different common characters and skill sets that people have. It was September a year and a half ago. So beyond people, there are also books. Books are our lifeblood in this world. Not just the books we write and read, but the reference books that will help you improve your writing. These are not to be used while you are writing, just before and after to double check or get familiar with. We've talked about the dangers of having a really good thesaurus on hand. We do not want to discourage you from using a thesaurus. Use every tool in your arsenal as much as possible. But it comes down to using those tools well. And reference books can be more than just a dictionary. Find books that are specific to your project, your style, your genre, and use those to help in creating. I went through a phase in my theater time when I was trying to work in every facet of theater. One of those facets is, of course, the costume design. And the lead costume designer for this company I was working with has stacks and stacks of fashion magazines sorted by decade. He had something fairly random that was super helpful, and he kept those as a reference because it was specific to his field of expertise. Another very helpful resource to keep on hand is a emotional or trope thesaurus. Something that you can reference that will help you pin down exactly what it is you're talking about. I also like to keep Dungeons and Dragons books in my writing area because they have a lot of really good information as far as how people think about magic, especially. We've also talked about using D&D for character building. They have a lot of really good resources about world building and story progression It is a storytelling resource, just not in the traditional sense of writing a book with them. And then, of course, keep around books you enjoy and that you intend to reread. Surrounding yourself with stuff that you like will influence you to continue that. So on top of having resources that help with individual aspects of your writing, it's also a really good idea to keep craft books on hand books that talk about the craft of writing. Of course, one of the most popular among these is On Writing by Stephen King. It's a widely acclaimed book 
to help people improve their writing. A lot of the quotes that we use from Stephen King as openers come from this book. We did put a poll out to our listeners and people on social media asking what listeners' favorite books are. And another one that was recommended by Cat was Save the Cat Writes a Novel by Blake Snyder. Save the Cat, the original, I believe is a screenwriting book. I haven't read it. But the listener explained that it was really helpful in her story structure. One of the biggest things she focused on and why she really liked this is the organization of the middle part of a story. I know for me personally, constructing the middle of a story is the most difficult because it's not always the most exciting. So she said that this book really helped her organize the middle. She also recommended Write Your Novel from the Middle by James Scott Bell to go along with that same principle of crafting the middle, making sure you're starting the story in a place that is exciting and will propel the story forward. Another recommendation we got was Telling Lies for Fun and Profit by Lawrence Block. I know nothing about this book, but I really like the title. (laughs) I mean, if you think about it, that's exactly what writers do. We tell lies for fun and profit. Another recommendation we got was from Guff. It was the Fantasy Fiction Formula by Deborah Chester. According to Guff, this was Jim Butcher's writing teacher, and he disagreed with the formula so much that he wrote a book using those methods to prove her wrong and accidentally launched a million-dollar franchise. So I'd say it worked. Books aren't your only resource, though. The internet is a vast land of endless resources to help you in your writing process. And it's not just the writing itself. Of course, if you're looking for a place to start collecting resources for yourself, we do have those PDF workbooks on our website. They are fill-in-the-blank style workbooks to help you define and process your world, your characters, your novel. Also on the website, we are soon going to be launching a resources page, which will have these next few links that we're talking about so that you have a place to start in resources that we recommend for your writing process. One of those resources is to find writing prompts online. And we will have a link, but one of the places that we recommend to find writing prompts is thinkwritten.com. They've got 365 creative writing prompts. That's one writing prompt per day in the whole year. Another place that I've found has a lot of good tips and ideas in order to develop your skills as an author is called Grammar Girl. That's quickanddirtytips.com slash grammar dash girl. There are a lot of things that I've seen posted there that we wholeheartedly agree with and have mentioned similar stuff throughout the almost 30 seasons we have of this podcast. I also recommend highly writersdigest.com. That's kind of a one-stop shop for all kinds of writing information, advice, resources, and everything. You can also find a bunch of map builders online. That is a helpful tool in defining your world. One of the ones that we found recommended was Incarnate with an I-N-K. I've used the free version of this one, and it works well enough for me to get the basic idea down on the frame. And the last resource that I wanted to mention for writing actually comes in the form of trivia. 
Learning something new is the key way to keep me inspired in writing and storytelling. The primary way I learn something new is through podcasts. Same, actually. I listen personally to a lot of true crime podcasts because one of the genres that I write is murder mystery. So it's always good for me to kind of keep up on the trends of murder, which is a weird thing to say. (laughs) But not only does it give me insight into the actual murder, but into the investigation process through shows like Small Town Dicks and Murder Squad and Morbid. I get to learn a lot of the nitty-gritty aspects of the crimes, the investigation, the court process. I personally really enjoy the How Stuff Works collection of podcasts. That's Stuff to Blow the Mind and Stuff You Missed in History Class. Those are science-related topics and history-related topics. And the science stuff is especially interesting to me because one of the hosts is a huge fan of monsters. So they do things like analyzing if vampires could exist in space. These thought experiments that are just kind of fun and interesting with a scientific background. What is the science behind shape-shifting? How does that occur in the natural world? That kind of thing. Fascinating stuff that definitely gets my mind and my inspiration churning. Podcasts are endless in resources. There are all sorts of podcasts out there on all kinds of different topics. If you're interested in something, we highly recommend searching it out and just trying. Learning new things will help you include new things in your story. And I am assuming because you are listening to our podcast that you are a fan of podcasts yourself. Which podcasts inspire you to write? Send us an email, let us know. So it's time to start building a habit of using these resources, not just having them, not just keeping them on your little desk to be like, oh, look, I have this on writing by Stephen King, but I've never actually read it because actually use these resources. So for the next 21 days, use your resources in some way, whether that is using a podcast you listen to to create a new story by writing a paragraph or two based on it or sitting down and reading for 30 minutes in that craft book that you've been procrastinating picking up. Or reaching out to those people that you have as resources, even if you don't have anything for them now. Ask them a question that might pop up later so you have the information when you sit down to write. Do that every day for the next 21 days. Make it a habit, just like everything else we're trying to get you to do this month. Build habits that will improve your writing. And then, write selfishly. If you have a question or comment for our hosts or a topic you'd like us to cover, send us an email at writingroots at aspenhousepublishing.com or find us on Facebook by searching for Aspen House Publishing.